hey folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to Horrible Horror, Tough Guy, So Bad, It's Scary! What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. With me is always my co-host, my buddy, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Aaron, how are you doing on this fine October evening? October, baby. October is here. October, excuse me. <laughs> Choking. Jesus. I'm just gargling cocks all night. Oh. Oh, man. Okay. That's no. why you were late. Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm, uh, I'm a little late to the show, but hey, I'm here. You're going to make that pit stop at the truck stop with the glory hole in it, right? Hey, man, man's got to make a living. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it's October. <laughs> I got to make sure I got some extra pocket change for October. Yeah. So yeah, man, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. No worries. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, yeah, it is October. Halloween season is here. That is the best time of the year for everybody. I can't even open my own beer. There, there it is. <laughs> um, yeah, we're here. Uh, we're kicking off Halloween here, so that also brings the uh, the slew of haunted house and haunted house attraction season. Uh, so we're going to uh, do uh, movies. The next fighting theme movies the next few weeks of movies that you know focus on or themed around haunted house attractions. Haunted house attractions. I kind of like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, because uh, that's something we always used to do as kids. Oh, I loved it. Like every Halloween, like Marshall and I, we we, we go back way, way, way back to yep. you know like old good the good old days of like uh, Big Wheels and Nintendo, uh, <laughs> original Nintendo. But uh, we always used to go to haunted houses together as kids. Every Halloween, yep. whatever weekend it kind of fell on, we'd go and do haunted houses. So uh, yeah, man. I always want to keep getting back to it, but just shit, man. Fucking being a grown-up sucks. Things get in the way. And being keep, an adult. I'm like, oh, we'll do it this weekend. And then something happens. Like, oh, well, maybe next weekend. Nope, nope. Wait, Halloween was two weeks ago? Well, shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, kind of, yeah, things just kind of happen. Almost lost my beer there. Because <laughs> that seems how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this week we're doing a little movie called House of Horrors, Gates of Hell. Uh, it's a little independent movie. This thing is released on October third. You know, before I get into that, I always forget this. Aaron, uh, shout out where uh, drop the knowledge on the on the good old listeners out you there. You are listening to Horrible Horror Podcast. You can always <laughs> find us at Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you- <laughs> I'm sorry, I sound like an NPR. You're like you're now listening to A One on NPR. <laughs> <laughs> You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, our, Twitter ha- our Twitter handle is at so bad it's scary. And of course, if you're listening to us, you're probably listening to us on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, iHeartRadio, or Speaker.com. So yeah, and you can also find us at our website, horriblehorrorpodcast.com. That is horriblehorrorpodcast.com. We can stream episodes, check out our merch, buy a shirt, and uh, if you really feel like being generous. Uh, go to our Patreon. Uh, give us some money. We don't have any prizes for you, though. So no, not fuck yet. you. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. It, I've been it, saying that forever. I know, but it's like it's hard to come up with shit, man. Like, like 
We're, hey, okay, we're, just, we're just assholes. We, we are, we're, we're just assholes. like, give us money. Give, but you ain't yeah. getting shit in return. <laughs> we'll, we'll say your name over episode. Yeah, we'll give you your name. Sure, for certain, we've done that. We've only had a few people pitch in. Yeah. And we, we said their name, so... Yeah. You'll get that. You'll be immortalized <laughs> on our podcast. <laughs> we keep talking about wanting to do extra county, but it's just time right now. It's finding time to get things done. You can barely to... do this today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anyway, let's move on. Like I said, House of Horrors, Gates of Hell this, this week was released on October 3rd of 2012. So this is an October release. It is an October release. Staying staying with the season. I like, yes. I do like that. Written and directed by Mr. Daniel Moore. Uh, just for you guys who really know shitty movies, to kind of get an idea of what you were in for this week, uh, this is released on DVD. You can, if you really want to purchase a copy of it, you can get through Brain Damage Films. So, brain Damage. Yeah, it's a Brain Damage release. Man, when I saw that, it was from Brain Damage. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck yeah. I was kind of hoping <laughs> to see one of those long commercial the, intros. Yeah, like the, inf- the infomercial before Like the- that guy who came from, like, he's a cast off of, like, a <laughs> wannabe Matrix character. Yeah. With the individual spiked hair. Welcome to Brain Damage Films. I am a septum piercing. <laughs> and I have safety pins in my ears. God, what movie did we do? What movie Terror was it? Terror Baxter U. Was it Baxter? Yeah. Because I remember yeah. that was the best part of the whole fucking yes, movie. Yes, thank you. I, that crazy ass, like, 30 minute long yeah, commercial. The music. Brain, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> brain Damage. <laughs> Man, fuck yeah! <laughs> but they they just had a they did show a couple flashes of that guy. Did they? I missed that. Yeah, I know like, I said brain damage. I saw yeah. a couple flashes. I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh! <laughs> here it comes, here it comes. Oh, oh. Aww. yeah. They just they just did like a quick you know ten second. Um, you can find this this uh, movie on Voodoo. So you can, this is surprisingly accessible. Way more than I thought it would be. I'll be honest with you. It's on Voodoo, Amazon Prime for free if you got it. Uh, YouTube would not YouTube Red, but I think you can just straight up watch it on YouTube. Like if you want Google Play and iTunes, uh, the cast fuck nobody except for there's two cameo appearances in this movie. Uh, one by a person some people might know. She's kind of famous in circles. Uh, Amy Nicoletto. She's kind of famous or got her known from her time on LA Inc. as a, a, a you know one of the female tattoo artists who now like goes around and tours doing tattoos at conventions. Also, she's in this. She makes a Small appearance. And then we do have Horrible Horror alumni, Mr. Sam Qualiana. Ooh. He makes an appearance in this briefly. Um, and But that's it. The rest of the cast ain't shit to I, talk I, about. I do like his cameo. It's pretty funny, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, he's obviously the, probably the best part of this movie. And he's only in it for like two minutes at that. He Gosh. probably has like four lines. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, that, that's it. There, there's nothing else to talk about. So we're going to go to the movie. The... Uh, we, we open like this demonic voice doing voiceover, talking about keys and gates and other bullshit. There's always been dark and light, yeah. good and evil, yin and yang, pork and beans, <laughs> Coke and Pepsi, <laughs> yeah. Bud White and Miller Lite. You know, this, yeah. is, this is what it felt like. Yeah, it know? really did feel like that. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> So, um, so then we go inside the House of Horrors haunted attraction, where like this maintenance man or like inspector guy is walking around the clipboard. I think he was the best actor in the whole movie. He may have been. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> like, I'm not shitting you. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he talks to this guy named Cage, spelled with a K, uh, <laughs> and, who's one of the house employees. Uh, Cage leaves for lunch after pointing the man in the direction of some various power boxes or some other shit they need to 
look at. Yeah, he's he's here to inspect, make sure the the haunted house is up and operational, and everything yeah, checks up the code. out. Code, and uh, he's he's he kind of lets it be known that he does not like haunted houses. No, he he does. He's a Christmas. He's guy. a Christmas guy. He's a Christmas guy. Yeah, so he's a uh, you know he's he's gonna go check the place out, and Cage leaves him to yeah. check it out. So. This guy, he goes about his business checking breaker boxes and fuses and all this shit. And then one of the fuses blows and the whole place goes dark. Uh, he starts hearing noises and he thinks he sees something or someone rush by in the dark. Um, he's like, all right, whatever, I'm out of here. He starts, you know, so now he starts, he's walking through the haunted house on the various hallways and through the rooms. And basically the next few minutes is just an excuse to show the haunted houses and it, its various rooms and props like this. It, it's, it's. And you get a, I, I, let's get this out of the way right now. This movie is basically an hour and a half long commercial for a haunted house. Yes, it's basically the, what it is. Yeah, yeah, and that's you get a, you're going to get a lot of haunted house shots. Yes, lots Tons. of like look at this room and look at these props and mm-hmm. look at this. This is a great animatronic, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so that's what we get. Now, and, when he was in one of those rooms, when the creepy doll that's rocking back and forth with yeah. the jaw ripped off, yeah, they show that one a lot. They do show that one a lot. But I thought it was kind of clever, and I don't know if you noticed this or not. The music that I was playing was a Christmas carol. They were playing Christmas music. I no, I wasn't paying that close attention. I thought that was pretty fucking clever, actually. It was okay. very subtle because he kept talking about how he's a Christmas guy and he hates Halloween. There was a Christmas song playing. I was like, it was like, well, that's true. That that's actually pretty cool. I thought and, that was pretty subtle. clever. That's, I was like, ooh, that's, that may be the like yeah. the smartest thing this movie did. Then, um, but I missed it. Um, I mean, there's a jump scare too in this in, in, during this, but nothing happens. Uh, he reaches a room with this old cobweb-covered altar in it, uh, and this and when I say altar, it really looks more like a fucking old like dresser, it like just shaving looks like stand a or shitty something. Shitty old dresser. Yeah, like something like a vanity or something like that. Um, and now the camera switches to Demon Vision, which is just a blurry red filter accompanied by some obnoxious sounds. Speaking of brain damaged films. You meant you know what I thought of it exactly right when I started thinking the uh, the the thing the demon dogs the from, chupacabra chupacabras yeah that's what it was the chupacabra from Terror Back to You from you're right Terror it's like the exact you. same thing it's the same fucking effect I mean it might be a little cleaned up but it's it's red vision blurry, blurry and do you hear this blurry. pretty good that's basically all you hear yeah, the whole time pretty solid uh. So the guy gets spooked. He 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 takes off running down the various hallways while being chased by the blurry red filter. But of it's death. In, it's invisible. You yeah, know? he just the only sense I was getting is you know that feeling you get when you go into the basement and you're all alone and it's dark and you're walking back towards the stairs and you're like oh, something's gonna get me going. You know, <laughs> like that kind of feeling. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of feeling. Yeah, you and there really is yeah. like no real. There's visual nothing. reason yeah. or any reason for him to be running like this but because they show him running away and he's looking behind him and there he's but dropping there's, his yeah. shit and, and there's, there's nothing, nothing there yeah it's just uh so he's being the blurry filters chasing him uh he makes it out of the attraction back out to this insanely large lobby area like this it's like a warehouse it's a giant yeah. fucking warehouse with like multiple attractions built into it uh he thinks he's safe and that's when he's suddenly flying through the air Slams up against the wall on the opposite and, side of the building. And when we say flying to the air, it's like they take a lo- they have a long shot, a yeah. very wide shot. And you see him going, <laughs> just just flying <laughs> through this fucking. It's pretty good. Yeah, um, where he slams up against the wall on the opposite side of the building, and he's held midair up against the wall about ten feet off the ground in Jesus Christ yeah. pose. He's cru- he's he's arms out. He's like a crucified on a cross, and then. A moment passes, and that's when the floor in front of him explodes into flames. 
He catches on fire. He's screaming, blackout, roll title, and opening credits. So that's how we open. Damn. Yeah. Uh, huh? <laughs> we meet our main cast of characters here, and as they all have a staff meeting about getting the haunted house attractions ready for to open in 30 days. And basically we have Tim, the giant muscle-bound owner who only wears tiny tank tops. He's so big. He's huge. So big. Um, it's like he's not that tall, but he's just... He's like so wide. He's one of the yeah. He's, he's like a just, power lifter type guy. He's not like right. ripped and jacked, yeah. not chiseled. Yeah. Uh, he's not like a. He's not like our friend Kevin Caliber, no. like Superman, where he's all just chiseled and eight packs. He, this is this like fucking like Mark Henry, big bo- like beef just beef guy. Yeah, he's yeah, like, like like a like you said a power lifter, yeah. world strongest man, yeah, kind of like guy. physique, yeah. you know, yeah. He's but he's just wears tiny little tank tops to show off his muscles. Uh, then we have I, the old, I, I would too. <laughs> and then we have uh, the old man Pops, who I don't know what the fuck he does. He's just there. He's an old he guy. He was the janitor. Was he? Okay. Uh, Cage, we've already met. And then we also have Dusty, Cody, two other guys. Uh, Cody's the bearded bandana wearing guy. Brenda, the blonde leather bound cougar of a woman. Uh, Sandy, a middle aged woman with fake red hair who we never see again. And yeah, our main, <laughs> yeah. Don't you forget about her. And our main girl, Big Titty Jamie, who's supposed to be like the art director of the haunted house and all this shit. Now them some titties. Yeah, she has some great looking titties. Uh, there's also this other guy who's running the meeting, telling everyone like, "Hey, this you're assigned to this. This is your job. This is your job." But I don't know his name, and it doesn't matter. But we never see him again either. And which no, I also, you you do see him again. Do we? Yeah. Yeah. Where? It's when they, they do the auditions. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. I, well, so we see him one other time. Yeah. He doesn't. He never gets killed, as far as I know. And But the weird thing about this is I found it weird and a little confusing that uh, uh, why he was leading the staff meeting when Tim is supposed to be the owner, you would think he'd be the one in charge. Like, I'm the owner. He's the boss. But Maybe this, he's a silent partner. I, I don't know. It was just weird. But anyway, the scene's super boring. It's stiffly written and even more stiffly acted out. It's oh, awful. Oh, very, very. This is, a, this is a great opportunity for to have some, like, you know, uh, chemistry amongst your actors yeah. and actresses. You know, like, because it's like the dialogue's not poorly written. It's just very poorly delivered. It's supposed to be banter. It's supposed to be a little, yeah. a little poking fun. Like you can, it's supposed to but be. See, I think it, I that, kind of disagree with you. I know exactly where you're going. It's well, supposed to be a banter. It's supposed be, to be like, oh, these guys are. They, they've worked together. This is the eleventh year. Yeah, they know, know they, each they other. Know yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where you can kind of they rib each other. Yeah. Hey, but, but I, yeah, it's it's it fails. It falls flat. But I think it was the writing was it wasn't natural. I think it was too, they tried to force it too much with the writing and the way they acted it out or delivered the lines. It was just, it was too forced and didn't work. Well, it did, definitely didn't help with the actors and the yeah. actresses. They just seemed pretty, pretty stiff. Oh yeah. Very stiff. Um, so dusty, uh, he, he's this guy who's always snapping pictures. Um, and you know, he's always got his camera singing. Piece. I guess he's like the <laughs> internet guy. I don't know. He promote, prom- I don't know what the fuck his job <laughs> he wears is. wears his hat backwards. And it says dusty is, on it. Which is fine, but he wears it over his fucking eyebrows. Yeah. It's so low on his head. It's literally covering his eyebrows. It is. It is. It's like, I'm, that's a real weird choice, man. <laughs> that's a weird choice. Uh, and we, here we find out that Jamie is supposedly a psychic and whose mother was also a psychic who killed herself. Like, what? 
what the fuck is going on already? And, this and, is crazy. And they like bust her balls. Yeah, they like make ah, your mom killed herself. <laughs> <laughs> You're psychic. Your mom killed herself. <laughs> uh, and now we cut to F- Father Michael, who's our other main character, sitting at a desk in I guess his little office, looking at various newspaper clippings are on the wall that he you know he's taped to the wall. Um, and the blurry red filter of death comes back. He's like floating behind him, looking down on him. And that's when the head of his crucified Jesus statue on his desk explodes for no fucking Just reason. Boom! Boom! boom. <laughs> just a statue explodes on his desk, and he just kind of goes, and just, "Yeah, huh. like, yeah." This motherfucker hmm. has like zero reaction to he this. Seems pretty okay with it. He's like, pretty- "Oh, goddamn!" He's like, oh. "Old hat, old hat." Yeah, like if some of mine spontaneously just explode like two feet away from me, I'd be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, he's, I'd be freaking out. He can, he's looking around. You hear the the red vision. You can tell he's like, "Something's afoot." What's yeah. going on? And then the head explodes. He's like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now we queue up the uh, we get the haunted house ready montage. Yes, accompanied by some shitty rockabilly song about being in a haunted house. Um, and again, this part again, this looks like it's more made for like a behind the scenes documentary of this haunted house. What goes? I mean. It's basically what it is. It's like just this behind the scenes is, footage and they're dragging ob- props around. This is and, obviously a legit haunted house. Yeah. You know, like this is what they're, this is what they're, they're going to film a movie alongside this haunted house. Yeah. That's So it's a great two for one kind of opportunity for the people and shows them like doing stuff and having fun and playing grab ass and yeah, no, hey, we're making a haunted house. Throwing and, these props here and yeah. you know, painting this or hang, yeah, it's just. A, we're it, building this and yeah. yeah. Uh, it finally ends, and we end up with Dusty walking through the haunted house, snapping pictures here and there. So there's a few more jump scares with some of the props in the house. Uh, yeah, Jamie, <laughs> they do a lot of that, man. Yeah, it's like show off our props. It's a lot of that. Yeah, I mean, it's every jump scare is a prop going off, is an animatronic going off, and like the first, yeah, like every single jump scare is just a prop going it off. Kind of made me think of Halloween Haunt a little bit. You know, like in Halloween Haunt, Killer yeah. Eye. They how they were you know they they just kept showing different props. Now of course they had beautiful big breasted women running around everywhere in their underwear, so it was fantastic. That, to watch. Yeah, but that movie was so much better than it this. Was. It was so much more fun. It was. Um, but it still made me kind of think of that that a little bit because that was the big thing. They just showed a lot of props in that movie too. Yeah. Um, so we whereas go- this movie had better props, that movie had much better everything. Yeah. <laughs> everything. Uh, we go to Jamie. She's curled up in a chair, having some sort of like mental crisis. Who the fuck knows? She's hearing voices in her head, and, and we we just hear all these the people talking again, like Dusty Cody. People talking about her mother being psychic. Uh, you know, the voice talk about her psychic abilities. Uh, then we hear something. A voice says something about showing a priest a photo, and blah. It's just a bunch of weird shit. Various voices going on. Uh, some voices are co-workers. One of the voices is a demon voice that's like for some reason she's hearing, which makes zero sense at this point in time. Are you sure she's just not thinking to herself or she just might be schizophrenic? Yeah. <laughs> she, she might have, yeah, there's something going on with her. So uh, we, we get more of Dusty walking around, taking pictures, more jump scares. Brenda, the leather-wearing cougar, pops up, flirts with him a bit, leads him on to think that she's going to have sex with him. She rubs her hand over his crotch, but tells him he is a small dick and just walks away. That's basically the whole scene. Yeah, and here is a great opportunity for maybe a little bit of acting or a little bit of change in your facial expression. Yeah. This dude, Dusty, 
His face stays exactly the same, from, I think, through the entire... From, from basically from action to rap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from the start of the film to the end of the credits, his face are like never changes. Never changes. <laughs> Women feeling his dick? <laughs> Demons jumping out? Yeah. I mean, just everything. Yeah. Ugh. His face is just kind of... I, I think he's supposed to be kind of deadpan. But god damn, that is one dead fucking Yeah, I mean, man. it's like to the point, like, it's almost like you can't, you're worried this guy's like maybe overly medicated or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? There's something wrong with this guy. They have the Xanax, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, I, this is just a my nitpick I have, but it's something that just, I, I noticed. And once I noticed it, it bothered me about the picture taking. Every time he's taking, we see him taking the picture, he's holding the camera vertically. But then every time we switch, the camera switches, like the, the camera, like what he's taking a picture of, we see like through the camera lens. It's, horizontal every single time and it just was those little dumb things but I had to notice it was like it like ate in my brain because you take pictures I used to yeah, yeah. but, but it's just, <laughs> I was like, like that's the only a, a pro thing or someone who's like taking a lot of pictures because I didn't notice a fucking thing yeah it's like all the information like that should be tilted like it didn't make sense but anyway yeah small nitpick doesn't matter but just something I noticed uh, we go back to Jamie in the room with the altar she's looking at it the blurry red filter of death like lingers behind her. It sounds like a bad, almost like a bad what Zuzuela or something like that or Vuvuzela. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It sounds like a broken one of those or something like that. <laughs> Most yeah. annoying sound in the it's, world. It's really annoying. It is. Uh, she gets scared by Cody and Dust who pop up behind her. They chit chat a bit. Uh, as and as they leave the room, Jamie looks and she sees a ghost, a literal ghost of a woman, of old woman sitting in a chair in the corner of the room. She says nothing, and they all just leave. And she's like, eh, "All right, whatever." <laughs> What's that? Nah, nah, nah. I'm not. No, that, yeah, that's fine. It's like this weird image. And at first, I was like, "Okay, is it like a visual effect? Is it like a, you know?" I think holograms were just starting around that time. Uh, not to, uh, not yeah, yet. Not that sophisticated. But yeah, I know what you're saying. But Could I'm like, Meh, maybe. And then I'm like, nope, nope. It's supposed to be a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and they just leave. So now we go to Tim and Gage. They're going through inventory. Brenda comes in, tosses Tim a package that came from him from the Middle East, supposedly. Uh, he's <laughs> yeah, he's just, like, I got no clue what this is. Uh, and he just like tosses. Yeah, it. he like throws it away. Uh, tosses aside. Cage mentions, God, of all the things, like this is like such so, such an odd, weird choice to me that they put this in the movie. But Cage mentions that tonight is the big Guar concert and wants to know if Tim is going. Fuck yeah, I'm and going. Tim's like, fuck yeah, backstage passes, baby. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, big Guar concert. I don't think Guar's had a big concert since like '92. I don't know, man. Guar's pretty awesome. <laughs> I mean, I think yeah, they used to be like have these legendary crazy shows, but it's like nowadays, like is Guar still a thing? What? Oh, he, this is 2012. Yeah. When did Lord Humongous die? The lead singer. I don't know. God, it was around that time. It was probably after. But yeah, the lead singer of Guar, Lord Humongous, died some. Time. Yeah, I don't. Remember, I can't remember exactly when, but it's right around that time. So okay. huh, interesting. But it's just weird. Like, well, like, I would say the big Metallica concert. Well, they always they like always that. sell out pops but, whenever they but, come but here. Fucking Guar. <laughs> like, are they, like, they're still a thing. I don't know. I kind of liked it. I was like, that's cool. I, was, I, I, I liked it. I, I mean, I'm not it. saying I did. Like, I just thought it was such an odd well, like choice. Like, they were never sold out like a massive theater or yeah, anything. But I mean, they're always That's what I'm saying. Like, the niche. big Guar concerts. Like, they're playing like the fucking, like, you know. The Palisade or, 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 or some giant stadium. No, it's... Um, Anyway, so now the AC unit goes out. Tim tells Cage to go fix the AC. 
uh, right now because they have auditions coming up and a TV news crew coming in an hour. Um, so Cody and Dusty now, they're sitting at a computer going through the pictures that Dusty took. And they come to one of Tim and they notice that behind Tim are a pair of giant glowing red and black eyes. Uh, I'm like, oh, that's odd. Okay, whatever. Yeah. And again, they're just like, I guess we'll print it. Yeah, I guess so. Meanwhile, Tim opens the package that he tossed away earlier and pulls out what looks like a hairy candle, which he places <laughs> on the altar. It just looks like hair wrapped around a can. Yeah, it's like it's just I don't know what it is. Um, yeah, and, it, it, and they never really say anything about it. No, it's, it's, it's he gets it out and it's, it's the whoa, yeah it's in the background. And he looks weird and he's putting it down. And as soon as he puts it on the altar, like the altar begins to shake a bit. Um, and that's it. Then they cut away, and we go to Cage, who's um, on his way to fix the AC. He finds the inspector's clipboard on the ground, and when he looks up, he he, uh, he sees the shape of the cross that has been burnt into the cement wall where the inspector was killed in fire. But Cage again is like, eh, <laughs> whatever. It moves on. Like, are you shitting me? There is a lot of meh moments. A lot of it moments, but this bothers me so much in this one because like okay these guys are supposed to be you know they're the ones working this place they have built this thing from the ground up they're responsible for bringing it these people they, know they, 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 this they, place inside and out what every scare is every prop everything is they know what's what's supposed to be there and what's not supposed to be there and so when you look up to a wall that's been blank just a solid cement wall for probably years and all of a sudden there's a burnt in cross 10 feet up in the air and you're just like eh yeah. What? Are you kidding me? I have some kind of reaction. Like, holy shit, that wasn't there yesterday. Or just say, what What, or, what do we do? Is, or, is this going to be a new addition? Yeah, or like, is this? Oh, you know? I guess Tim made an addition or something. So, but he's just like, eh. <laughs> so Cage makes his way through the giant warehouse. We get more shots of various props and shit. Another jump scare. He finally gets to a fuse box, flips the switch, and heads up to the roof. Uh, next, we see Jamie looking up some priest on the internet and then she googles evil altar haunted house that's what she types in her google search oh you mean her yippee search no the yippee oh yippee was okay. the priest profile oh my bad yeah that was the yippee <laughs> priest fo- profile uh then she googles in uh yeah evil altar haunted house um and then she picks she finds like this wooden cross prop she holds it up she's looking at it. it's in her hand and then from out of <laughs> Fucking nowhere, the cross explodes in her hands. This is like two exploding crucifix. The whole cross (laughs) explodes in her hands. The way she's kind of goes, huh. Yeah. She barely reacts to this. Her eyes look a little big. A little, maybe a little big. But she's not like, ah. No scream, no freak out, nothing. No gasp? No. And then on top of that, then like uh, this misty, blurry shape begins to take form in front of her. Like, you can visually see this. It's clear. Still, no scream, no fear, no reaction. Her eyes go a little bit wide. And, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this... Like I said, if something exploded in my goddamn hands, I'd be like, I would be freaking the fuck out. Either I'm like, oh my god, I have superpowers. <laughs> like, what the hell? I can make crosses explode. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. I'm Antichrist Man or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh... The power of Christ compels you to watch your ass, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, we go back to Cage. He's up on the roof. He starts messing with, like, the big rooftop AC units. 
wiring and circuitry, but nothing works. And then he starts hearing noises coming from the vents. And we get more blurry red filter of death shots. There's a lot of baby cries. Yeah, a lot of kid that's, laughing yeah, baby so cries. So that's, that's something we didn't really mention before. No, a lot of times but, when, when they're like, what's that sound? There's a, It's always like a... <laughs> yeah, like a little like, girl laughing or something. I fucking hate that. I do too. It's like, is this like the... When did this become like the go-to for creepy? Like, why is and this it's, it's, everything? It's, and it's not just this movie. It's no, just, it's, it's no. across the genre. Yeah, it's become like a thing. I, I Guess what's not scary to me? Fucking children. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so- oh kids, little kids, creepy, saying weird nursery rhymes and going ah. No, no, that doesn't scare me at all. I'm like, oh, this is the bad guy. I'm gonna fucking kick this four year old's ass. No, how you beat that? You ground him. You're grounded. Go to your room. Oh, there you go. Evil averted. Like, no, I don't know. Because that that thought of. You know, these conversations we have when we're drunk. How many five-year-olds do you think you can take in a fight? <laughs> yeah. How many would it take for them to overpower you? You know, and it's like maybe 20. You know, because of course you'd pick one up and use it as just swinging around. You know, would it be 20? Would it be 30? Yeah, we really break it down. So when, yeah. I, when I think of one evil child going, I'd be like, oh, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> Got this all day. No, I agree with you. I, I'm really tired of the the... the the use of like the kids laughing or the kid noises to try to be scary. Um, anyway, he goes back to the AC unit. Uh, he messes with it some more, another wire. And then he gets shocked by the good old blue electricity bolt. I did like seeing that. I, I figured you would. As soon as I saw him, I'm like, Oh, arrow like that. Blue light. <laughs> the blue lightning he gets him. Uh, the red filter death comes back. Cage takes off running the latch to the ladder slams shut. Cage stands there on the roof looking around at nothing. And then all of a sudden, and then he erupts into flames. Like a geyser of flames just, just spontaneously erupts and he's yeah, in it. They do a wide shot of the building. They show this giant pillar. It's a pillar of fire. shooting into the air. Yeah, it's like something from like, you would see like in a, like maybe like a doomsday movie. like a or pocket, Indiana Jones. Or like, the, yeah, side, like it's like this giant beacon of light just like boom going straight up to <laughs> Like, you would see this thing from miles away. Right, if you it wouldn't was be weird. like, pillar of fire seen today over this <laughs> yeah. haunted house. Yeah. Uh, and then when he goes, Cage is just gone. He's, his, his whole body is gone, and all this left is like a pile of black ash on the yeah. roof. Uh, but yeah, the fucking geyser of, like, geyser of fire is, so, was, so is just We've ridiculous. had two deaths so far, and they've both been people bursting the Spontaneous flames. eruption. <laughs> like, yeah. I see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy, this is going to be a long movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now we cut to Tim, who's getting interviewed by the local TV news for the upcoming house uh, opening. And the field producer for the news show is played by Horrible Horror alumni Sam Qualiana. Yep. Uh, the scene fucking sucks. It, it, it's it. it's well, poorly written and poorly acted. Uh, the best part about it is Sam, but it, it's just a shitty scene. I didn't mind the scene so much because, you know, what do you expect a muscle-pound guy who runs a, you know, he, he yeah, yeah, that's how he's going to act. But the guy who interviews him, it's supposed to be your local news. Yeah. And he's got, like, he's an older guy who's gone bald. He's, like, mostly bald. He's still trying to cover up with a shitty goatee. Yeah. And he's just like, here, I'm here with Channel 7 News wearing a black T-shirt <laughs> and a sports coat. Like, who the fuck let this homeless guy read the news? You know, like, 
Dude, your local news anchors always got the be- like the you know the sharp haircut, you know a decent tie. Is usually yeah. kind of young. The hair is always a big, big thing. Yeah, you know, always in a suit. <laughs> Who's this asshole? <laughs> no, I agree. The, the, the news guy was awful. It didn't make any sense. But yeah, the writing for Tim and his lines were just fucking pathetic. And he was just like, "Me muscle bound, ooh, be health scary, ah, calm tea, ah," <laughs> and that's basically him. Uh, like I said, Sam Qualiana is the best part of this scene. And he only has like four or five lines in the entire movie. Uh, but I do like the fact he does get uh, uh, in a reference to his own movie, Snow Shark. <laughs> into this. Like, they worked that into the movie, which I thought was kind of funny. I did like that. He's like, all right, guys, that's a wrap. We got to go. And he's like, oh, where are you guys going next? Uh, we're going to go interview some guy upstate who made a movie about snow sharks eating people in the snow. Whatever that is all about. Yeah, go, what the go, fuck? Yeah, hey, whatever the that. fuck that is. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, I, that was, I got ch- chuckle all that too. Uh, <clears throat> so, again, the TV interview is just another commercial for the actual haunted house. Uh, Jamie, we go to her. She finds a picture of the red eyes uh, behind Tim. She finds that picture. She takes it. And we jump to Father Michael in a large empty church. Uh, he gets a call from his agent slash publicist or something. <laughs> Uh, talking about his upcoming lecture for his book tour tonight. Um, and then Michael has like a staring contest with the cross for about a minute uh, while being yeah. watched by the red filter from above. Right? It was a long... It's And he's just standing there staring at a cross. And like, I was waiting for long. it to, to explode. explode. Me too. I was like, please God. Please God. Please God. And I, I wanted the hat trick of exploding crosses. I know. We were hit two <laughs> yeah. in half an hour. Let's go for a trifecta, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, it does not. Yeah, nothing fucking happens. He just turns and walks out of the church. Um, back to Jamie, who shows Cody and Dusty the picture and wants to know what it is and why they didn't bring this to her attention because apparently she's supposed to be the expert in red glowing eyes and pictures <laughs> and some shit like that. I don't and they're know. They're like, what, what, whatever, just and, a picture. Uh, she tells him that she saw something that looks like the eyes in the picture staring at her or something like that, some crap. Uh, and we jumped to Brenda, the cougar, alone, walking through the haunted house in the dark with a flashlight looking for some spare key. Uh, which, at this point, I'm like, the house isn't in operation yet. You know, they're closed. Or they're still working on it. Why wouldn't the lights of the building be on? Like, All, yeah, she's yeah. walking around in the middle of the day with a fucking flashlight in this haunted house. I'm like... Just turn the goddamn lights on. Yeah, it's not so, It's not hours of operation. You're still building the place. The lights would be fucking on. I worked in a haunted house once. Yeah. So the one time I worked in it, it was a great haunted house. It was only open for one year. But, man, the guy who did it was a labor of love. He did. He lost a ton of money doing it. But, man, he fucking did it right. Uh, and I helped work on it. I was a teenager. But, yeah, when we were constructing it and putting it together, all the lights were on. Because you need to see what the fuck you're doing. Because haunted houses are dark. Yeah. You're like, why would you? And yeah, you're supposed to walk slowly and move around. All, and everything's bright, lit up, and it takes away all the mysticism. Yeah. Because you get to see all the fucking shitty little corners that I mean, you have I guess, up I guess that's, maybe that's one reason why they didn't, wouldn't, they said, you know what, let's not be real here and actually turn the lights on, which would make sense, but let's keep it dark because this really is just a giant commercial for the haunted house and we don't want to ruin the mystique by turning the lights on? Yeah. Is that what their thinking was? I mean, this is... It's like it's just it's just dumb. Yeah, she's in the clown, the psychedelic. Clown yeah, she ends up there. Like, room if you're looking for a tiny area. little key too, turn the fucking lights on. Exactly. But yes, thank you for bringing that up. She is. She's a. Uh, uh, she's in like yeah the trippy like black light mm-hmm. ass tr- clown it area. Looks cool. Which seems like every haunted house has those now. It's oh like yeah. Everything has them. 
Um, she gets a phone call and it's just the sound of a clown laughing on the other end. Uh, and then suddenly one of the clown props comes to life, starts chasing her. Uh, she tries to, she runs, she runs, she runs, and she runs to the bathroom. She tries to hide in one of the stalls in the women's bathroom. Uh, the clown then just pops up next to her, suddenly in the stall, just out of nowhere, grabs her. Uh, somehow she's kind of like on top, staying on the toilet seat. She's got or her something. back against the far wall. She's like in the corner. The toilet's yeah, in the corner, yeah. and she's got like her legs are kind of straddling the toilet. Sort yeah, of. but she's kind of like above it yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, she's like, standing it's up. It's really awkward. Yeah, I don't know. If she's on. Uh, the clown pulls out a machete, pointed to her vag, laughs, then kills her by stabbing her through the vagina with the machete. We see a whole bunch of like blood, blood plopping into, into the, the toilet. toilet. Yep. And well, at least she didn't burst into flames. At least, yes. Yeah. I was, she, I was waiting for the afterwards. I thought she was gonna <laughs> die, and just boom, she exploded. And, and the clown is a like a very killer clown from outer space look. Yeah, yeah that's not the, even that. Well, it has no. like demon teeth. It's got yeah, big, sharp, okay, crazy going, teeth. Yeah, it's a demon. It's got clown. no like. Cr- yeah, it's it's, it's it's the kill. It's the demon. The scary clown, not like a, you know, not a regular bozo Yeah, clown it's definitely more clown. of a killer clown yeah. from outer space. Look. Not like the clown from uh, Pag- Pagliani, or pa- Paglione, what, the, the fucking opera we did not that long ago. <laughs> no. Not not the regular clown. Uh, so yeah, it, it, but it's, you can tell it's definitely just a, a giant latex mask, and you can hear the clown's like kind of laughing or trying to make noises and talk, mm-hmm. but his mouth doesn't move because it it's bar- a fucking barely mask. barely moves. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you see the blood fall into the toilet bowl. And then we see a wide shot. She's kind of like sitting dead, kind of like propped up on this toy with her legs yeah, spread yeah, and bloody crotch exposed. Yeah, it was, it was kind of ups- but the crotch wasn't that bloody. It wasn't. You that was, it would be a fucking mess. I was so bummed about that. I was like, okay, well, we didn't see her, him actually thrust. And it makes sense. Cause right. It's, it's you in know, the pillow, but you can't really sure. do so much. And I'm like, okay. But, you know, when you show the reveal, the butt, like... Just splash her yeah, badge with some blood. Throw a bucket yeah. of blood in her crotch. At least mm-hmm. that. But no, it's like, that was poor little packet of ketchup on her crotch. There's more coming out of her mouth. Yeah. Than there is out of her pussy. Exactly. You know? I mean, Jesus. Yeah, she probably bleeds more in, in the menstrual cycle than being stabbed in this vagina. Ooh. And I'm sorry. I instantly regret <laughs> saying that. I instantly regret saying that. I am sorry. I am sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I mean, you have to go there, don't you? I mean, I we're guess, talking about blood and vaginas. Yeah, so. it's, it's, <laughs> it's the natural it's, train. The yeah. cracks just go straight there. It's just like, <laughs> you gotta step through that door. I, mean, I, I don't, I don't blame you. But I tried to stay away from it. But. I'll take the heel now. I'll, take, I'll knock that wall down. Uh, so anyway, she's dead. Now we get the audition montage which consists of short, shitty interviews and scenes of each applicant trying to scare the staff uh, uh, in, in the scare tryouts. Uh, that's it. One of them is a ditzy, big boob blonde that gets a job just because she's got big tits. Um, it's boring. It's nothing for fucking well, it's, it's It's definitely an attempt at comic relief. It, it is. They're and trying to lighten the mood Yeah, here, they have a guy who's like, I need a job I'm a, for my, because my parole officer says so. And the other one's like... He's the gay uh, he's, guy. He's, he's very effeminate, and he's like, I love dressing up, and I like being a ghoul. Yeah. And his acting was way better than everyone else's. At least he had like inflection and movement. So over the top, but yeah, at least. He, but at least, hey, but I'll take I'll over take, the top any fucking day. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'll take that too. Opposed uh, uh, to deadpan flatness. Yes, yeah. which we get way too much of. Yeah. So when I saw this guy, I was like, more of this guy, please. Yeah. Um. 
So yeah, nothing really happens. It's just audition. It's just like time filler and trying to be funny. But we're gonna skip over it. Uh, we go to Cody, Dusty, and Jamie. Uh, they're in one of the houses, one of the rooms, and they find some Latin words written in blood on one of the walls. Uh, I tried to make out what it said. I only could make out one of the two words. I couldn't make out the second one, so I just skipped over. It said fuck. Porky Orcus. I don't know what it said. Porta, P-O-R-T-A, and then it looked like Orcus or something like that. Oh, something, yeah. something, G-U-S or something. I don't know. Porky Orky. Uh, Porky Orky. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one of the auditioning girls we see, she gets possessed by the demon, which allows her to ace her scare test, but we never see her again and nothing ever comes of it. So what the fuck was the point? Let's move on. Again, it was for the comic relief because like no one ever gets a 10. No one gets a 10 out of yeah. 10 on the scare factor. And she does her. Uh, fuck you. Fuck you. Pukes blood. And it's yeah. kind of like, they're all like, but they all said 10, 10. you know, like, they didn't act scared at no. all. They're just like, Meh. because, because of course, because I, I guarantee the big muscle bound guy was like, I have to be Mister Cool. I'm not can't be scared. Nothing would scare me. Look at me, <sighs> big muscles. Man, you're you got it out for that guy. I that type of guy because I've seen the movies before. Like the guys who like can't like lure themselves. I don't want to say lure themselves, but like have enough like humility to like say, yeah, let's be. You know, I'm gonna be scared. Like I. I I can't, like, I can never come across as weak or scared. Ugh, look at me. Manly. So, I don't know. But, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim locks up the place for the night, leaving the older security guard alone with to train his new younger female security, girl, security guard partner. Uh, at a nearby restaurant, Dusty, Cody, and Jamie sit around talking about all the weird stuff that's been going on at the attraction. Uh, she tells him to go to Father Michael's lecture tonight because he's supposed to be an expert on demons, ghosts, and evil, uh, which is very broad. But <laughs> So it's nighttime, right? It is nighttime now, yeah. Okay. Uh, cut to some blonde woman gagged and tied up in one of the hallways at the haunted house. Yeah, it's the big-tittied one who auditioned. That's what I thought, but she's wearing like a completely different outfit She is now. wearing a completely different outfit, but I recognize them titties, bro. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> and, well, the other thing is like, Same haircut. It's, it's yeah, her. Yeah, but I'm like... When did she change fucking outfit? Yeah. <laughs> Why is she tied up in the hallway? Yeah, like all places, like the hallway. <laughs> um, so uh, I don't know. Uh, a guy in a mask comes up behind her and speaking in a dem- demon voice, asks her if she enjoyed her audition and if she still wants the job. He zaps her with a cattle prod. He asks her some more questions and then says to her, welcome aboard. And with that, he shocks the shit out of her with the cattle prod until she dies and coughs up mouth blood. She's done. Yeah. She's dead. Pretty. Huh? You know, like, when did she get caught? When did she get strung up? What? Yeah. What's good? It's like, she's just there. Yeah. It's just there. there. Yeah. There's a, yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. Uh, jump to Father Michael's lecture, which is, again is really fucking boring. So I'm skipping over it. It's long. It's too. really too long for this movie. Uh, and it's so funny because the character Dusty and Michael are sitting there. Yeah. Or Tim or whatever. That's Cody. Cody and Dusty. And they're just, he's just sitting around, you know, they're both just kind of like, they're like rolling their eyes. Well, Cody is sleeping and Dusty is like glued to it. He's like, oh, and probably like, ooh, he's he's wide eyed and like enjoying it. But it's like, oh, but it goes on and on. It's like, this scene is way too long for this movie. Now, I think they try to like cash in on the shot because I got to say they did a wide shot and I know they use computer graphics because they did a lecture hall. And it sure does look like he is presenting. I have to give him credit on low budget to make it look like he is presenting to a massive crowd. So I was kind of impressed by the shot. Um, so 
I lost my spot. Oh, oh, okay, okay, no, no, yeah, it was nighttime. It was nighttime, I believe. Because, uh, yeah, he locked up for the night. Uh, and now we see Jamie out on a nature hike in her tight faux leather pants, high-heeled boots, low-cut zebra print mini dress, and mini shoulder sweater, which I'm pretty sure she bought all that at a Cambella's or Bass Pro Shop. In the middle of the day! In the middle of the fucking day. Um, but seriously, this outfit she wears for the entire movie, and this movie takes place at least over the course of a few at least days. a couple days. Nobody changes clothes. No. But Except for the girl who's, who just got murdered, <laughs> who we have no idea why she Maybe changed Maybe she came back the next day. Yeah, I, I, it's nighttime, they're at the lecture, boom, she's out in the middle of the fucking wilderness taking a night nature hike, and it's daytime again Dude, in the it's same like clothes. in a creek with, like, bluffs and... Bluffs and, and like... Mountains and like pine trees and and she's wearing freaks. the most non fucking hiking. She outfit. looks like she's out ready for like a night on the club. She's like, wearing her doomy heels. She is wearing the doomy heels, yeah. the doomy boots, the yeah. stripper boots or whatever you want to call Jesus. them. Jesus, the street walkers. So she comes to this small cab in the woods, heads inside because why not? Sure. Uh, meanwhile, Cody and Dusty they meet Father Michael at his quote unquote office, which is just a small shitty strip club slash bar. Named the Naughty Nun. I did like the name. Uh, I did like the name too. Uh, but this place looks like a giant's Brock dungeon, and some other Halloween store just like vomited all over it. It's just nothing but shitty Halloween props, and just it's bad. And he's sitting around the table, and he's like, "Yes, I just, this is my office now. I'm, you know, like, this is this is where he hunkers down and yeah. does work. Yeah, this is more, at the Naughty Nun. Like, is this a priest? Does he own the place? I yeah, guess. Is like, supposed to be his pl- how is he like a really good customer, or does I he the, own the place? I thought he owned it. My guess, was, I got to be that he owned it because people kept bringing like he just kept seeing that people these girls keep bringing beers up to him like yeah, owner like he didn't pay. So I'm like, I guess he just owns the place. And but yeah, it's so the decorations are so like shitty and like just poor. It, it's just like you went into, like a like a giant rock or like a target or anyhow, like I'll buy this prop rat and this prop skull and this prop skeleton. We'll just throw it in a room together, and that's basically what this was. Yeah. Um. Oh, and oh, they're talking about demons and whatnot. And this whole time they're sitting around talking, this bar club is filled with fucking mist or fog. Yeah. Which looks like something they added in afterward with CGI, by the way, <laughs> and it looks so bad and out of place. And I was like, what the fuck? They're inside. Why is there fog and mist in here? They're inside a building. But there's just a shitty, and it's like, not just like, it's there. It's like, it's moving like in a breeze behind Dusty, this entire scene. And it's like, what the hell is happening? I didn't even notice it. Yeah. How did you not notice that? Because I was going, wow. (laughs) Wow. Just like Dusty did in this whole fucking scene. (laughs) Whenever a stripper would walk by or something, you just go, wow. 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 That is a big, great Dusty impression. Wow. Yeah. And then it, it was it was supposed to be like a joke after a while. It was supposed to be kind of like funny, him, him just saying wow over and over again. But it, again, it's just, it's, all this guy is is a deadpan. I mean, so deadpan. It's it's not, it, it's lost on me. Yeah, I agree. It, it's, yeah, I, that, enough said about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, um, so we go back to the haunted attraction and we rejoin the security guard and his young female trainee. Uh, he's showing her the security monitors and all the camera feeds. Uh, and then they flip to one of the rooms, with the room with the altar in it, and they see the shadow of a man kind of standing in the room. They're like, oh, where are the only people here? Why is this guy? Who's this guy? Yeah, who's this? And the old man's like, I don't know. You go check it out. So he sends his trainee to go check it out. He kind of looks like Lenny. 
R.I.P. Levy. And again, his quote-unquote chick security guard trainee is also dressed up like she's going to the fucking club instead of she's working instead of working a late night security job. She's pretty hot too. Yeah, and she's she got like one of those shirts on that's like black. It's got like a shiny like collar, but it's like one of those like one shoulder like blouse shirts and like her one shoulder is kind of hanging out and it's like she's trying to be all cute and sexy and like. You're work like what? Who you don't? Who wears this? But she's got a baseball cap yeah, instead of security. Wearing, yeah, like that's her authority. <laughs> that's her authority. Like, what <laughs> the fuck? Something else I noticed. And meanwhile, I'm sorry, but the the old man is dressed like an old timey police officer. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like the old weird hat and the like, jacket badge on. You're right. You look, you know, <laughs> I expect to be like walking down the street like Sean Connery and the Untouchables. I, I was gonna say he looks like an old timey <laughs> bus driver, like the guy from the fucking Honeymooners, man. He has that like blue jacket on. Bang boom straight to the like, moon. <laughs> going on with these people's clothes in this movie. <laughs> I just want to see him like walking around, swinging around his nightstick in his hand, <laughs> top of the morning to you, you know, just like an old Irish cop. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, he looks like Lemmy. <laughs> so she gets to the altar room, finds nothing and no one there. Did you notice they're all using those fucking Nextel like communi- like the, the, yeah. the, 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 They're all cell phones, but it has that... Oh, the push-to-talk? That push-to-talk thing. That never took off. No, which because it was still was like push a talk. Why not just talk? talk. <laughs> <laughs> why not just call and talk? <laughs> it seems a lot easier. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, I could maybe get it for like a construction site, but then just use a fucking walkie-talkie. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like you yeah, know, exactly. or something where you gotta immediately talk to people or be. A, but god damn, those things never took off. No, they didn't. I remember they're like, this is a new thing. I remember when they first, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And when I first, like, oh, that's neat. And then I thought I about like, it, like, it's new. Yeah, but as soon as I thought about it, I was like, yeah. that's fucking stupid. I'm never going to use that. <laughs> that's so retarded. Like, that's the dumbest thing. I'm never going to use it. Why would I? I'd be like, burp, burp. hey, oh man, are you there? Watch pick up. Burp, burp. <laughs> like, asshole, call Fuck, me. Fuck, let me just call you. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> that shit never took off. Oh, man, they put so much into that, too. Yeah, they did. Uh, anyway, so uh, that's when someone wearing, like, this raggedy, dead soldier zombie costume pops up behind the old man, kills him with repeated blows to the head with an axe, I think. I don't really see what it is. It's I thought just, it was a lead pipe, but I whatever. didn't know what it fucking yeah. was. Uh, so he's dead. Uh, we go back to the girl. She turns around to leave the room, and the same killer instantly... Pops up behind her, like is face to face with her. It's like instantaneous yeah. teleportation. Boom, right it, it, there. It's the same guy because it's a very unique look. Oh, yeah, it's you the know, same got, like, dead soldier like, zombie bandoliers yeah. or whatever on his chest. His face is zombified. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's it. And just a hard cut back to Father Michaels, uh, Cody, and Dusty. They're sitting around talking and drinking. Uh, Father Michael finally gets interested in what they have to say when they show him a picture of the altar. Uh, but Michael is like excuses himself and leaves after looking at the picture. He's like, "Oh, that's interesting." But then he gives like a look at like, "All right, I'm out of here. I gotta go." So something's up. Uh, we go t- cut to Jamie, who's still inside the small cabin, which is now nighttime again. By the way, yeah. Right? It's, it's, so she's been in there for apparently, I guess, twelve hours or something. <laughs> who knows? Uh, and the ghost of the same woman we saw earlier uh, now appears. Now appears in a rocking chair. Uh, it's the same one we saw in the haunted house. Uh, Jamie sits in the chair across from the ghost, and the two of them carry she's, on like a little like, conversation. I, I know you. 
And she's like, yeah. And she's talks to me. She looks like fucking Gollum. Yeah. She looks like Gollum's mom. She does. That's a great. Yeah, she really she does. She doesn't look human in the least. I no. mean, it, it's like, oh, you're a fucking demon. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're a fucking creature from the darkness. Yeah, exactly. Let's uh, let's sit down and have some tea. And not only that, that like, she also, this woman speaks in a demonic voice. Yes. Like, it, 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 hello. But Jamie's like. Yeah, let's just have tea and chit chat. Sure. So they talk about Jamie's. God damn it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so they talk about Jamie's mother, Jamie being a psychic, and how the gates of hell can be permanently resolved. That's the big sticking point. Uh, through all this, Jamie, like I said, acts like the, the talking to a ghost is old hat. It's a like demon ghost. A demon yeah. ghost. Like this is totally normal. Uh, now the ghost becomes her psychic Yoda, if you will, <laughs> and pushes Jamie to use her powers as a seer. Uh, like, use the and, force. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I can't, it's just, this scene is fucking ridiculous. Uh, I actually, I actually did an audio grab of this scene so you can listen to just how stupid this is. Uh, and I got some comments to say about it afterwards, but, uh, but check this out. It's about a minute long, so, uh, hang tight with it. What brings you this deep into our woods? Miss Jamie. I don't know. I just felt like I... <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. You're here because I have something you want. Something you need. And that is... Don't underestimate your own abilities. You come from a long bloodline of... Seers, so tell me, what do you want? Information. About what? I don't know. You know? Push yourself. Evil. What kind of evil? It's everywhere. Be more specific. An altar. What kind of altar? I don't know. You do know. Stop. Tell me now. The satanic altar. Where? At the House of Horrors. Good. So, yeah, that's what I... It's... What? It, I don't get half of what they're talking about here. Because, first of all, she's talking about trying to, uh, you know, use your psychic powers... But there's nothing psychic about what she does. She's like, what do you want? Information. Well, no shit. That's right here in the first place. About what? The otter. You already know. She already knows the otter. She knows all this. There's nothing psychic going on. I was thinking the exact same thing. I'm like, bitch, you just answered all your own questions. Yeah, it's like you need. There's no psychic seer fortune telling thing going on here. There's. We've already established all of this. Yes. We know everything. It's like, what the fuck? It's so fucking badly done. It's just bullshit. Like, this is awful. <laughs> it's so bad. And then what's with the ghost trying to be sarcastic? Like, oh, I'm just fucking with you. Like, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Wise cracking ghost. <laughs> I have a rubber chicken in the bathroom. <laughs> Pull my finger. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's what the fuck is happening? What's going on here? It, it's just this fucking retardedness in all levels. Um, so. The ghost rambles on, and, and she tells Jamie that the blood of the pure can permanently resolve the gates of hell. Keep that, because that that line is a big deal and comes back lots of times. So, the blood of the pure can permanently resolve the gates of hell. And with that, the ghost disappears. We go back to Father Michael, who's looking at the pictures of the altar 
at his back of his little desk with a crucifix dial exploder or statue. Uh, blurry red demon visions spies on him from overhead. Uh, oh, and he also, this was fun. He also sees the image of the glowing red eyes in the famous Last Supper painting, which that came out of nowhere. Like, yeah. What? Like, what? what? Huh? So you're saying, what was Da Vinci, right? Like Leonardo Da Vinci's yeah. Last Supper it has demon eyes in it now? Like, Probably what? one of the most studied pieces. Yeah. And all of our art history. Like, I, I don't remember that in the Da Vinci Code being talked right. about. Uh, the demonized in the picture. Tom Hanks, how did you miss that, yeah. you hack? <laughs> so I, I was like, what the shit, man? Uh, we catch Cody and Dusty talking in a parking lot now. Uh, Cody gets a call from Father Michael, who tells him that the altar is a lock to the gates of hell. And if the altar is fully assembled, the gates will open. He also says that there is always a keeper, someone that is close to the altar who watches over it and has complete access to it. So if I'm not mistaken, they just ripped off Ghostbusters here with the whole gatekeeper <laughs> key master stuff. Am I right? Am I, am I wrong in thinking that? Not, not bad of a leap there. Yeah, I mean, that, It's exactly like, we're, 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 we're what, Zool and, uh, what, fuck, what the other day? Like, well, there's no Dana, there's only Zool. Yeah, there is only Zool. <laughs> Uh, so Gozer, Gozer, Gozer the Garzarian. Yes, thank you, Gozer. Uh, <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen it that. It has been a long time since I've seen it. Um, anyway, so Michael tells him that this key master must be stopped, and then he just hangs up the phone. Cody gets in his truck to go meet Jamie at the haunted house, and tells Dusty to go break into Tim's house, which is two blocks away, and look for something unusual. Yeah, he did. He goes, so specific. Just, just go look, man. You'll find something. He's like. He's like, what? He's like, he'll be at the Guar concert. Yeah. He's going to be out all, all night. night. All night. He's going to pull all night at the Guar concert. <laughs> so uh, we cut back to Father Michael, who's sitting at his desk. He pulls out a large handgun, holds it to his head, uh, but the blurry red filter, like, rushes him. Like, we see it, like, zoom in on him, and that's it. Hard cut to Tim standing in front of the altar holding an old, dirty, black skull. He places the skull on the altar as the blurry red filter of death watches on. When the skull is placed on the altar, the altar vomits out a cloud of green smoke. Yeah, green smoke. Like, poof. And then Tim walks away. Uh, we cut to another room of the haunted house where we see the security girl. The girl security guard wakes up. She's stripped down to her bra and thong. She's gagged and duct taped to a table. Like a stainless steel table. It's like a butcher shop room. Or like an old, old, like, like morgue table, operating table type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old... Um, in walks the dead soldier zombie. He stands over the girl for a bit. Again, this girl hardly reacts to her current situation or predicament at all. She never fights to free herself. She doesn't scream, try to scream or act afraid or wiggle free. She basically just lays there like this is something out like Fifty Shades of Grey or something. Yeah, so like you can that. see her. Sw- She's her- like, oh, I'm gonna get fucked in the ass, but uh, I'm not. That's okay. I'm, I'm scared, nervous. I'm, I'm kind of scared, of, but I want it. It's like, uh, kind of excited. Yeah, there's no fear or, or 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 sense of danger to this girl whatsoever. She does have writing on the side of her ribs. She does tattoo. have a rib tattoo. Now, is that the new tramp stamp? I think that is. That is that maybe. is this generation's new tram stamp. Is the rib the, rib? the 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 tattoo on the rib of some sort of like quote or lyric or I, something it, like it, that. It, it, that's the see. new that's the new tram stamp, my friend. <laughs> I'm saying it here. New tram stamp. Um so the soldier zombie 
Paul I always was, liked the tram stamp. Personally. I did too. I always yeah. did too. Yeah, it's tacky, but it's also kind of like yeah, but it was dirty. Stuff. It was dirty yeah. sucky. That's why everybody loves the tramp stamp. People yeah. say it's tramp stamp, but there's a reason it was popular. And people like it's like that's the girl that has the bad hair, like the bleached out hair. That's the, the girl. girl you, that's the girl you want to take. You don't want to take home to mom, but you want to take home to your to your college Fuck dorm room. Fuck yeah, that's the girl that like gets super turned on by yellow Corvettes and cocaine, <laughs> <laughs> or a twelve pack of Natty Light or something. If you're in college, well, if you get some dirty ones, yeah. Uh, so the soldier zombie pulls out a live grenade from fu- a fucking grenade in a goddamn haunted house. Apparently, he pulls it out of nowhere. Pulls the pin on the grenade and then pours a bottle of lube over the grenade. He runs his hand holding the grenade up the girl's leg, then shoves the grenade up the girl's ass. I guess either the ass, ass or the or, pussy. Yeah. He shoves it up in her somewhere, then takes a step back <laughs> and lights the cigar. Find, she does react to that. Yeah. yeah. That she reacts to. <laughs> Uh, again, that could have been a fucking Fifty Shades of Grey weird sex fetish. Like, you know, fisting, shove a grenade up me or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's about the same size, really. Uh, so she, he, the zombie takes that back, yeah, lights just, a cigar. He just re- cal- calmly takes a step back, lights up a cigar, and as he lights it, it all the computer Boo! graphic <laughs> yeah, glory. Yes. <laughs> the grenade explodes into all the CGI glory, like Aaron said. It's a great way to uh, explain. Leaving just the upper half of the girl still taped to the table. Her whole lower half is just completely gone. gone. Bloody uh, remains. Yeah. Uh, we cut to Jamie as she meets up with Cody. She tells him about the altar being the gate to hell. Jamie then suddenly has this fucking moment of clarity and figures out that Tim is the uh, gate guardian, the gate key, the key master, I guess, and tells Cody to call Dusty. So we cut to t- over to Tim's house, which, by the way, is a giant Victorian mansion, complete with, like, giant stone gargoyles lying the sidewalk, which, bullshit, this fucker can't afford that place. No way does he live there. This place looks more like a museum than a house. Yeah, <laughs> and this is a, a haunted house uh, manager's salary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh so, and with all the money he spends on fucking, you know, supplements Steroids. and gym membership, there's no way he affords that house. Uh, Dusty enters through a window. Uh, inside the house also look the house also looks like a giant Brock just, dungeon just, in a spirits just, Halloween store vomited all over the place. Nothing but just like, props. Yeah, it's just shitty props all over the place. Just... And what, the who camera's like zooming in on him like... Yeah, like, oh... <laughs> Dusty finds a DVD labeled Tim's Nighttime Fun. Dude, look for something suspicious. Wouldn't you expect an asshole who power lives all day and like is into chicks with blonde hair and big tits would have a DVD that would say Tim's Nighttime Fun? That's not suspicious no, at all. No. I'd be like, yep, yep. Par for the course. <laughs> yeah. What Don't else is expect in- that? Yeah. What else is now, I still might take it to watch it later, but. <laughs> For the women, but I agree. Toy like, well, whatever. So, but Dusty's like, eh, whatever. I got time to kill because Tim's at the Guar concert. He's gonna be out all night. I don't think that breaking and entering right now. So he pops the DVD in, and uh, basically, uh, Tim or he Dusty watches Tim murder. A bunch. One, this is where Amy Nicoletto, uh, the tattoo girl, makes her camo. She's the first girl we see. Uh, okay, and he murders her a bunch with a bunch of other young women in the haunted house dressed up in various costumes and so masks. he's into dressing up as spooks and doing Killing snuff people. films yeah snuff films uh 
So the DVD ends, and then Dusty hears the sounds of a shotgun cocking behind him. He stands up, turns around to see Tim standing there holding a SWAT team level shotgun. Fucking like it's crowd huge. clearer. Yeah. It's you like know? a fucking riot gun. It's huge. It looks like fucking Leon Kennedy <laughs> lent him his yeah. souped up shotgun from Resident Evil 2. He got the special key, found it in the locker, <laughs> but you left the you left the other gun there for Claire when she comes through for, on her playthrough because you didn't want it fuck yeah. her over. You don't, you don't want to leave her so up. You gotta handed. leave you gotta leave one behind if you're playing smartly. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know why I'm going there, but yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, uh, uh, Dusty tries to explain himself, but Tim, who is now speaking in the demon voice, just yeah. like "fuck you," blows Dusty's head off with the shotgun. <laughs> Dusty's head explodes just, in a bloody CGI mess. <laughs> And like his head's there, and then his head's it's gone. gone. Yeah. And just blood flying around. It's so awesome. It's, like, it's almost like that the, the old like the very first time somebody figured out on film how to make somebody like turn invisible or disappear like it's mm-hmm. like okay you're there now freeze poof cut all right now get out of the way action and he's gone it's like, oh. but the editing's so rough it's like Dude. head's there head's gone <laughs> it's so bad and there's just this next up going <laughs> what the all the CGI blood is it's just so Obvious and it's bad. so weird. It's and, so, but yeah. dude, there's like a ring. It's like where his neck stump in. It's like a cartoon ham. Yeah. You ever seen a <laughs> the bone? bone? Yeah. It's like the same thing. It's this perfect circle with this little bone. <laughs> First thing I thought it was like Tom and Jerry cartoon. Uh, Tom looks up at the blurry red filter of death and smiles. We cut to Father Michaels, who arrives at the haunted house. He goes inside while Jamie and Cody are walking through the halls, talking about the the altar and some other shit. Who knows? They enter one of the rooms, and finally, for the very first time, Jamie has some sort of weird psychic vision of Tim killing all the various girls in this room. Like, so the first time in this movie, we get one hint of something going on with this girl. And we're like... An hour and 20 minutes into an hour and, and 25 minute movie. Just now. Yeah. Just now. Showing off her seeker ability. Or seer. seer. Yeah. Abilities. Uh, so when she snaps out and she turns to Cody, like, oh, Cody, wait, I got to tell you this. But she doesn't get a chance because Tim, or she tries to tell Cody that Tim's the altar guarding the key match or whatever. But like I said, she doesn't get a chance to because someone in a skin tight demon costume pops up and cuts Cody's head off with a machete. Uh, Cody's decapitated head looks up at Jamie and tells her to run. Run! <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What the fuck? How does a severed head speak? <laughs> now I will get. I've heard theories and, and thoughts about like if the your head, eyes moving. Yes. And, and, yes. and if your head's cut off so quickly, the brain's still alive that you can't actually. Maybe see for a, few, a second or two, or you still have some thoughts. But I don't think you can speak because your vocal cords and throat are missing. <laughs> Separated from your, your lungs. Bu- yeah. Like, how do you speak with a severed head? Oh, man. That was so awesome. I know. Like, what? <laughs> what did we just cross into? Did we just go to, like, slapstick? They're like, what is happening? 
But he just got killed by like a skinned Darny Donnie Darko bunny. Yeah, you know, like, I don't know what this. Great, it's like a skin yeah. bunny or like yeah. a sk- bunny skull or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and it just made me think it's like Donnie Darko skinned bunny yeah. killer. It's great. Thing. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was weird looking. I was like, okay, it's fucking creepy looking, but yeah. And but we've seen Tim wear these different costumes. But you can people. also tell that's not Tim because yeah. the guy is nowhere near as big. No, like height wise, maybe, but the guy is like a skinny normal dude. He's a normal guy in, in a skin tight whereas Tim's Tim's like, like fucking huge fucking brick shit house. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not him uh, anyway so yeah heeding the dead head decapitated head's warning Jamie takes off running <laughs> uh, through the halls being chased by the blurry red filter she runs into the altar room gets cornered by Tim in the demon suit he's about to kill her when Father Michael shows up and shoots Tim with his gun Killing him instantly with, like, one shot. He, That's all it takes? Yeah, one shot. One? How big is this fucker? The guy's like a fucking grizzly bear. And <laughs> he's like, one shot takes him down. Bang. Bang. No, and that's a perfect, yeah, perfectly placed shot. Let's just, let's, let's leave now. Exactly. You would Dude, think so. He's the guardian of the altar. The yep. altar needs to be completed. You, we got all that information. Yeah, you just, just killed him. Steal it. Break the altar. Or, you know, yeah, here, yeah. Call it a day. Exactly. Why don't you burn the altar down, break it with a sledgehammer, hack it apart that machete you just cut off Cody's head with. Right. I mean, but no. Here's what happens. Father Michael hands the gun to Jamie and basically says, hey, kill me. It's the <laughs> only way. <laughs> just shoot me. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Because, Ugh. again, he quotes, the blood of the pure in the gates be permanently resolved. Uh, she hesitates at first, but not very long. No, she just doesn't give too much thought no, to it. No, not very much. The blurry red filter's watching them from above. She she shoots Father Michael, who falls to the floor. In his last dying act, he reaches a bloody hand up and grabs the black skull, wiping his blood on it. The altar vomits out some more smoke. And all goes still and quiet for a moment. Jamie exits the haunted house into the warehouse lobby area. And that's when the whole building spontaneously erupts in crappy CG flames. Dude, it just becomes a CG fuckfest. It is a CG fuckfest from here on out. CG fire everywhere. And it's like, it looks like CG from like 1998. It's It's like baby's first CG. All over the place. Yeah. It's Fisher-Price CG. Uh, the ghost of the old woman appears again uh, to Jamie, telling Jamie that she did very... You did well. You did very well. Uh, and that she opened the gates of hell. Confused, Jamie argues like, What? I did everything you told me to. You said the blood of the pure would resolve the gates. And the ghost replies saying, Resolution. Only your stupidity assumed I meant closed. <laughs> <laughs> I have played words. Yeah. Uh, the ghost thanks Jamie, and then Father Michael, or his ghost, I guess, pops up. <laughs> he and appears all- in like a blue light like he's a fucking Jedi. Jedi ghost. <laughs> but he too says, we all thank you, Jamie. What? what? So he's in on it too? How is he? What is happening? Because that doesn't make any sense. No. Because they brought his ass into it. Yes. Why would- God damn it. I don't, like, the only thing I can figure out, this is the only thing I can think of. Is when he was about to kill himself, the red glow rushed him. So I'm guess okay, uh, if he's possessed, uh, and then he yeah. goes there and tricks Jamie into shooting him, 
and puts his blood on that's what I the only thing I think, but it's still like what what is yeah, this bullshit yeah, this, I mean, it's some lame bullshit yeah, here I, I see what you mean and that very well could be the case but they didn't do a good enough job representing exactly and because father, because he doesn't, all the other people who've been possessed that we see, like the girl in the auditions, have ended, and, and Tim when he talked, and they've all spoken in the demon voice or acted yes. weirdly. Father Michael was perfectly fine. Right. So they should have done something to show, like, maybe he's little, something's off of them. Maybe, yeah, maybe Jamie doesn't pick up on it, but the audience should have picked up on it. Right. Uh, to make that clear because when he just pops up he's like hey thank you too I'm like wait what? And I'm a Jedi. Because I had to stop, like, after so I was like, what the fuck? Like, then I was like, Oh, this is maybe what happened. But if I had to take that long to co- make this jump, this conclusion, and even then we're still not 100% sure, that's bad. That's just f- shitty writing and bad direct. It's just, it's, anyway, so it's fucked up. Uh, anyway, he, he says, we all thank you, and he fades away. Jamie now raises the gun to her head. The ghost now turns into, like, the Emperor from Star Wars, and it's like, Yes, yes, good. Give in to the dark side. That's basically, basically what he's saying to her. Yeah, go ahead, kill yourself. Yes. Um, and <laughs> Here's I, your mother. Yeah. And some other giant demon that looks like it raided Guar's costume closet. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, pops up out of oh, nowhere. Oh, he's huge. And all these little minions yes. pop up. He pops up. And at first, like, oh, it's just a regular demon. And then we get a wide shot. And he's, like, just supposed to be this towering, huge thing. He has, like, an army of undead Minions around, but the undead minions are all CGI cut and paste copies They're of the one exact dude. Same guy in a, like, in a latex mask, like twenty of them. Yeah, yeah, they're just kind of like moving in unison, like Ugh. yeah, they're all cut and paste and a plot of, and they try to make the the big the other demon look huge. But the problem is they didn't think about proportion because all you see is this giant upper body. So he'd be this huge giant upper body, but he like he would have baby tiny baby legs if that was the thing. Like he would be so easy. He would, Push him over. <laughs> there's no way he'd be. It's so ridiculous. And there's all this CGI fire around him. It's fucking. It's a shit show. It is a shit it's show. It's a CGI <laughs> shit show. It's like, I'm looking at this like my mouth agape. Just like, what the fuck am I looking at? Oh my God. I'm, I'm sweating. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> and then it pans over the girl. Her mouth's agape. Yeah. And she's putting a gun into it. And I'm yeah. like, that's right, sister. I'm right there with you. Yeah. And the ghost tells Jamie that her mother's here, and we get another city sh- shitty CG like demon. I liked it. It was so weird, but it, though. But the demon looks again. It looks like a shitty like animatronic prop because the way it pops up on screen kind of shakes. It is shaking. It's like an really weird. It's like <laughs> it's like it goes, like a new, it's like a hydraulic lift. It goes. <laughs> shot the thing up and goes. <laughs> it's shaking around all crazy. It's screaming. Its eyes are gouged out. It looked kind of cool. But yeah, but and it's I was like, exactly a problem. But the whole time she's got her mouth open, just slowly putting it yeah. into her mouth. And I'm like, yep, I'm right there with you. So she puts the gun all the way in her mouth. The ghost says, like mother, like daughter. Jamie pulls the trigger, killing herself. You see blood splatter on the back of the wall. Her body begins to fall to the floor in slow motion. Blackout, roll credits along with the shitty rockabilly haunted house song again, and that's <laughs> House of Horrors: The Gates of Hell. So some assholes at a haunted house <laughs> in Buffalo, New York, just ended the world. Yeah. Thanks a lot, dicks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <sighs> Let's go on to favorite kills. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. All right. <laughs> Good God. God damn this one. Yeah, all right. 
What do you got this week, Aaron? What's your... What I, I, okay, I was really scared at first that the kills were all going to be just bursting Yeah, I thought the same too, so I'm like, oh, fuck, CGI. here's a pattern coming. But at least they did They did throw some variety in there. They did kill people in different ways. I kind of like the hand grenade up the butt veg. The butt, yeah. You know, that was at least kind of... <laughs> the mystery orifice. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was kind of cool. But to be perfectly honest, my, the, my first kill... The first kill was my favorite was the bald guy walking to the warehouse and him flying across because they did do that wide shot and like he flew up at least 15 feet. I mean, it, it could have been a dummy, but it was done well enough that you saw it from a distance. It looked good. I was actually pretty excited. I was like, oh, that's kind of, I haven't seen that before. It that's kind of unique. It is, it is CG. But it was, <laughs> but it was well done. It was done well enough that I was like, yeah, okay, that's kind of fun. And he slapped against the wall and burst into flames. I'm like, okay. Interesting. Okay, I kind of like the way it started. That was my favorite kill. All right. Um, yeah, I, just like you, I was scared when it first two kills. I was like, oh. When I saw fuck. the second one burst of flames the same way, I'm like, oh, no. It just gave me nothing but spontaneous bursting in the yeah, flames. spontaneous combustions. Um, <laughs> my favorite kill is either the... I, don't, I, I like the, the machete through the, the vag was always fun. But I think I'm going to go with the grenade up the ass or pussy because we, we don't know. But uh, the mystery orifice, mystery orifice, uh, just because <laughs> I will say that's one thing this movie has. I have, we have not seen that before in this in, in that any movie. That was is a original, unique one. That is a unique one. So I will give them credit for that. Now the CGI effect of Fallout was shit, but I will say the, the but like what he pulls out a grenade and the lube, and I'm just like oh. Fucking the fact that he lubed it up. <laughs> yeah, he, lube, he took the time they care to lube it up. That's what sold it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what sold it. So I, yeah. I, I think I'm going to the grenade up the mystery. Yeah, that one pole. got my honorable mention. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> okay, there, there's our favorite kills for the week. Let's move on to odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? All right, ratings. Uh, IMDb gives it a 4.9 out of 10, which I thought was wow. really high. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, no thermometer score, but it has a fucking whopping 67% audience score. Goddamn. Which is, but it's only based on 13, uh, reviews, but still 67% is one of the highest scores we've had on this well, show. It's a tiny sample though. Right. But I'm just saying, I, yeah, I'm yeah, still yeah. shocked. Uh, Amazon gives it a two and a half out of five. Uh, plot keywords, only one. <laughs> and that's just haunted house attraction. I was about to say haunted house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, panty lovers, he Panties and thongs in here for you, so get on it. Add panties as a <laughs> get clock on it, panties. Get lovers. on it, guys. I want to log into this next week and see panties as a plot keyword. Um, so, all right, trivia. Uh, only two things I wrote down, and they weren't really that nothing special. Uh, but this is the second movie made by and filmed at the House of Horrors and Haunted Catacombs Haunted Attraction in Cheek Tuwaga, New York, which I guess is outside Buffalo. <laughs> Say it again. Cheek to walk. It's C H E E K T O W A G A. Cheek to waka. Cheek to waka. Yeah. Cheek to waka. I don't know. Anyway. Cheek to waka. Cheek to waka. Obviously, anything. But yeah. Uh. So and then the the first film that was filmed there it was simply called House of Horrors the movie and based on the uh the quick little blurb I read about it sounded like it's the exact same movie as this one like it was like they just like the exact same thing uh, only maybe they came back and redid this one or make like made, Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 yeah, yeah. Like almost the exact same thing uh, so that's it that's all the trivia I got nothing surprising there uh, but as this is the second movie though we've had on the show no I think like the third I think 
movie that's been, so that has actually been filmed in an actual haunted attraction. The first was Scare Zone. Yeah. The second was uh, you want the house is that October build? No. Oh. oh well, actually, I take the back. We take the back. The first half of the house was because mm-hmm. they did go real on. So okay, we'll add that. But that, fuck, I hate that movie. Um, uh, Pumpkin uh, Carver. No, it was uh, the one you weren't here with. Uh, Daniel Harris was in it. Uh, you, oh, you were, you, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. You weren't there yeah. for that one. Oh, God. I don't... Um, Fuck. Doug did it. You got Chris and Doug, yeah, Doug was, Chris that in. Yeah. I but if that one took place at a place called like the Bates Motel Haunted mm-hmm. Corn Rider Field. Anyway, so, damn, I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I can't remember either. Uh, off the top of my head. Uh, anyway, but... We, so there wasn't much trivia, but we didn't make up for it this week for finally, finally, it's back. We get to play the budget game. Sweet. Time for Aaron to blow his wad with the budget game. All right, all right, all right. So, Aaron, what is your guess for the budget of the 2012 House of Horrors, The Gates of Hell? It had a lot of extras, a lot of people doing this movie. Uh, You had a cameo from a, you know, C-list celebrity. Um, Lots of props, but at the same time, it kind of goes in hand with the haunted house attraction itself. It's kind of a commercial, so I'm... One point two million. Okay. Your guess is one point two million dollars. Aaron, I'm so glad you said that because finally I get to say once again, you blew your load so hard. Oh. So hard. Sometimes it feels good to do it. It does. Yeah. Oh my god. The budget for this movie that I that showed up when I looked ten thousand dollars. Holy shit! <laughs> Are you kidding me? They owned the whole sets and they had all they had to do was like probably pay for some equipment. And the shitty CGI probably cost but most of their budget. They didn't account all that shit into their budget. They didn't account all their props, all their stuff. Not, probably all that, not if they already owned it. Those fuck prices. Yeah, they screwed me, Marshall. Yeah, I, I see where you're going, but yeah, because I think they already owned the haunted house and all those props went into the haunted house budget, not the movie budget. The movie budget is probably just. Hey, we need to get some equipment and to pay for the shit, uh, the really crappy CGI effects. God. That's probably where the entire budget went. Damn it! All right, I suck at this. <laughs> Anytime I'm like, oh yeah. That Speaking of the props, I don't know if you you saw these or know, or it maybe made to say blink. I don't know if there was if this was a shout out, an homage, or just a coincidence. But twice uh, in the movie, they showed this same prop, and it was a large person. In overalls and flannel with a pig head. Yeah, like, is that pork chop, dude? Like, it looked a lot like, like pork chop. Please, pork chop. And plus, Sam Qualiana's in this yes, movie. So like, yes. Oh my god! Please, something that's a, a, a shout out to pork chop. I I saw that too. Either that or it's just a complete coincidence. But I was like, oh, my first thing was like, pork chop. Right. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. I was like, man, it looks like fucking pork chop. So, uh, anyway, let's let's move on to our five star reviews. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five star reviews. And boy, oh boy, do we have a lot of reviews to get through on this one today. Really? Yeah. Um, there were 91 total reviews on this movie on Amazon. 21% of them were five stars, with 31% one star. Mm. So sit back and enjoy some of this shit. Uh, first off, from Caroline. Hold on, I got burp. Sweet Caroline? Yep, sweet Caroline. All right. Bum, bum, bum. All right, now just sit back and, and, and hold on to your seats for these. Uh, I was on the edge of my seat while watching this movie. Excellent fear. 
We bought it. We've watched it a few times as we love the fear factor in it. Director, very good. Love the actors. Danielle Tuell was excellent. Didn't realize until the third or fourth time that she is also the old woman in The Rocker. Great acting. Cody was excellent as well as other actors. Strange mind to figure out how many ways you can scare people. Great movie. If you love fear, then you will love this movie. Have sent it to several relatives after watching it. They are going to buy their own copy. Five stars. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, man. If, you, if I had a relative send me this movie and raving about it, I'd be like, you're, yeah, you're not going to Thanksgiving anymore. <laughs> I just own that. From Colleen H., if you love having a movie surprise you and keep you on the edge of your seat, this movie is for you. The quality of the film screams of Hollywood and makes it even better when you found it was done by an independent filmmaker. There were a few disturbing times, but you won't be able to look away. Everything from the acting to special effects is top notch. If you have any love of a good horror film, then you must get this one. It is amazing what they can do when you take someone with talent and turn them loose with a camera. Do yourself a favor and order this film. You will not be disappointed. Five stars. From Steve. The moment I sat down to watch this movie, I was wondering if I had missed it in the theaters. Then I found out it was an independent film. What? This movie is Hollywood quality in all facets of the movie. The writing, the production, the filming, the cast. This movie has it all and is scary as heck. If you're a a fan of horror movies and haunted houses, this is the movie to watch and add to your collection. Five stars. This film is uh, from Voice Coach. This film is one of the best (laughs) independent horror films I have seen yet. Can't believe this film did not come straight out of Hollywood. With all the great effects, cinematography, storyline and such, well-immersed humor, this movie is one you won't want to miss. Five stars. Hold on. Oh, no. Well, hold on. I know. Hold on. From Lewis S. If nobody told me that this was an independent film, I would think this came from Hollywood. I have watched (laughs) horror films my entire life. This film gave me quality CGI and honestly scared me. I'm so impressed that I can't wait for them to complete this series. They have to complete it. Five stars. From Boo Crew Triple X. It's hard to believe something this good is completely locally independent movie. <laughs> the special effects and acting are both impressive regardless of where it was filmed and produced. Five stars. Oh. From DWM Productions Inc. How, was amazed how this independent film looks so looks wait looks so much like a real Hollywood film. Five stars. From Rain, the effects and cinematography were amazing. A fantastic oh, independent Jesus. production with some sick laughs thrown to horse. Some decent acting, funny cameos as well. W. Piccolo, this is an excellent movie. I watched it three times in the first day I got it. I love it. Last one from Charlene Cousinow. Top-notch film. Special effects are amazing. Five fucking stars. Dude, did they just put, what? like, program into, like, a bot and just program just right... Independent, can't believe independent film exactly. from Hollywood. That's CGI a- cinematography. I literally wrote in my notes. Seriously, are we being punked by these reviews? No shit. What, what is fucking happening here? So I never, did, never, never, ever have we seen anything like that before. No. And we've been doing this a while. Yeah, no, so many, so many. I can't believe it's not Hollywood. I can't believe it's not Hollywood. They all sound That's why I had to write those insane. off. I'm like, this is fucking bonkers. Like, this is never, yeah, never happened before. That's pure troll. And That's yeah. pure well, here's troll. What, it is pure troll. Now, I did some research. I couldn't find the names. I went through every name and reviewed. None of the names match up with people in the cast or crew. Mm-hmm. But DWN Productions, Inc. is 
one of the top five, five story views, and that is one of the production companies that was behind making this movie. Oh, well, so that, that would make sense. But the rest of them are like, what is but happening? But so, they're so similar yeah. in description and voice and in, in like inflection. Yes, it's the same writer, the same person making multiple different accounts. It has now, here's to be. a question. You did research on these on these usernames. Did they review anything else? You know what? I should have done that. I did not. I I, I didn't I didn't have that mm. much time to deep dive. I basically just looked at the names and initials and then went through the cast list and crew and see if anyone were cast or crew or I'm willing like to that. bet you anything that those fucks none this of them. This was like, the only review they wrote. That was that was the only one they wrote. I did do I do remember one movie. I remember what movie it was, but I did that was the thing. Like somebody looked up, and some review was like crazy, kind of suspicious, like this. And I looked up, and it was like this was the it was their one and only review was that movie where they were like sucking his dick so hard or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you're that, probably that, right. That was a fucking suck fest. Exactly. Was, and I was like, I can't believe people are writing these views about this fucking movie. Palacio Palooza going so on. So then, there. bring it back down to earth. I went to the one star side. Ah, boy. And I wrote down a few of those. So from AP. I know most horror movies aren't very good, and my expectations weren't very high. But since this movie ha- has a current rating of three stars at the time, so it was older, I thought it'd be a good time waster. I was wrong. <laughs> it's very amateurish in the filming, special effects, and acting. The actors could be looking straight at a demon and have no reaction. It seemed like they were bored, and so was I. It seemed to be on par with your local high school AV club's offerings. This was a That was a waste of time. I hope everyone involved with this film has moved on to better things in life. After all, even Jennifer Aniston started out with Leprechaun. One star. <laughs> From John St. Amand. My seven-year-old picked it. I think he was happy with it. If red filters scare you, this may be the film for you. <laughs> <laughs> One star. Nice. From Tony. Looked promising until the first guy died. Then the true quality showed itself. One star. DDC. This movie is like a circle, dot, dot, dot. It has no point, one star. And Amazon customer just simply wrote, honestly, what the fuck? <laughs> one star. <laughs> Let's feel a little more authentic. Yeah, those feel, yes, much more authentic. Man, I got to give you props on your rant there. The way you were, <laughs> you were reading that with such fury and fast, like... Your face was getting red, and you were starting to sweat a little bit. Yeah. And, um, but you just kept going. Well, I had to get through them because I like the, the really emphasize like so you would hear how many times you would hear independent movie in Hollywood, independent movie Hollywood. Back Cinematography. Back. I can't believe it. Yeah. Oh my god. And because I didn't want, I didn't want you to style me until I got all the way through because I knew you were where you were gonna pick up. I was like, I gotta I'm get like, through all hold this. Hold on. Because <laughs> you, you we have that's just a tip of the iceberg. We haven't Jesus seen the rest of these yet. Christ. So, all right. Anyway, let's, let's wrap this one up. Aaron, let's uh, launch into our final thoughts here for this one. Independent film. I got to say, I was fucking impressed to find out it was $10,000. But I think that's kind of wishy-washy. I bet you anything is probably closer to... Uh, fuck it. I'll flip, flip, put it in half. $500,000. Because that space alone... The amount of people you had, all the props and all that shit. I'm including all that no, shit, motherfucker. No, no, no. God damn it. They already own the space. So if you Fine. already own it, that's not the budget. Let me talk here. And the it's extra, my are you time. kidding? Extras would do that shit for free. Yeah, You're not paying the extras. Anyway, I was just really, I was impressed by the fact that it's $10,000. So I was, and for an independent film, I'm very much overlooking some of the special effects. But here's the problem. Okay. They got obsessed with the CGI. Yeah. They went way too deep with the CGI. I'd much rather see an attempt at a shitty practical effect as long as it's bloody and weird. Porkchop did it all the time. Yep. 
You know, just, I mean, those guys made films that were like bloody and weird and, you know, all based on practical effects. Not all of them paid off, but enough of them did that I was like, fuck yeah, you know? And they just relied way too heavily on CGI. I wish they'd mix it up a little bit. And then after hearing all the bullshit troll responses, which I know are fucking bullshit, that shit pisses me off. Yeah. I was actually on the fence about this one. I really was. I was like, it's a labor of love. They probably lost some money, you know, doing it. I'm just like, okay. Eh. And then I hear that shit. (laughs) Fuck that motherfucker. (laughs) So bad it's scary. So bad it's scary for me. If they didn't suck their own dick so much, I'd probably say so bad it's good. But that shit pisses me off. Um, I, 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 a lot of the points I'm there with you. I, um, I, I, I guess we've been spoiled with, um, uh, the independent budgets. Like, cause I, if you brought it up yourself, pork chop, like that movie, they, they did all practical effects. And like I said, some were great. Some were good. Some, some fell full of fat, but, but they did like, you know, $3,000 was their budget for that. And that movie, I would still watch Porkchop time and time again over some of these other movies we've been doing recently with much better budget and the CGI effects. I hate seeing CGI blood in horror movies. To me, it has no place in it. Just put some practical effects in it. I don't care if it's bad. At least make the attempt. Like, I'd rather have bad practical effects than shitty CGI effects. Yes. Or, you know what I mean? I, it's a very good way of putting it. Like, if it's going to be bad, at least make it practical. and Because and, and like, that's where, like... Like to me, that's like the root of horror movies is like the practical effects, and even like the eighty slasher, they weren't great. They were still kind of bad, but they were fun. Bad. They that's what made them so special and fun. Not these shitty CGI blood splurts and bullshit. And if you work at it and work at it, you get better and better. You learn from your mistakes. Yeah. And if you're gonna keep making movies, that kind of stuff pays off. I mean, you we started off with squibs back in the seventies, and then at the late eighties, you had fucking RoboCop, and that shit was amazing. Yeah. I mean, everybody starts somewhere, so I give them that. And I, part of me is like, you know what? I didn't want to be too hard on this movie because you're right. I mean, it is obviously a group of people that own. It's like if. For local, it's love. like the people who own the darkness here in St. Louis. They say, "Hey, you know what? Let's we have this great haunted house space on these props and sets. Why don't we just film a movie here too?" And you know, it can't hurt. You know, we you know might bring in some more people to see where the movie is made. So I, I I get that. Uh, and you know what? I if I was in, I'd probably do the same thing. Like, hey, just for fun, let's make a fucking movie here. But man, it, it just to me, it just didn't work. Like, it just fell flat. I think you could have been helped with the acting, too. Yeah, the acting could have been much better. Like, like I, I know they're not professionals. Yeah, I, they're, these guys are probably the people who... I mean, Tim... The guy, Tim, the muscleman guy, is the guy who actually owns the... Or he's really with the haunted house or something. So I, I'm guessing... I'm wondering if all these actors, or at least, like, Dusty and Cody and, like, Cage, were, like, the people who really work at the haunted house, and they're just like, hey, let's make a movie, you guys. Uh, so, you know, I can't be too hard on... But, yeah, like, at that point, just get... Fucking YouTube or Craigslist, and you get some fucking actors or something, you know, at least some experience, and put them in there, uh, and make that better. Because I mean, look at we look at Scare Zone, uh, the first movie we did uh, that was kind of like this in the haunted house, and yeah, the video quality wasn't basically as good. It looked more a little more independent, but the acting wasn't great. But at least it was better, and it was a better movie. I found it more entertaining. Uh, and it had its problems too, but I was much more. I enjoyed Scare Zone much more. I love than how this one. serious you're getting here. After that big rant and laughing and I'm talking so, about right. sucking dicks, and you're now you're just 
You're toning it down. Right, and I'm you're trying, really yeah. getting it down. But I, I, I appreciate it, though. Uh, but so, yeah, I, I, well, I just want to say I don't, I'm trying to be too hard because I, I know their limitations, what they were trying to do. But at the same time, it, they did make a movie. They did put it out there. And I got to be honest, I, it, it failed for me. It fell flat. I didn't like it. The premise was could have like they could have made it better like i think there was something there but they just didn't take enough time yeah to, to really hash it out or develop it like it seemed too rushed go back and rewrite and the and, and this the uh, choices they made was like just like i said the cgi the sound effects of that goddamn vuvuzela noise <laughs> was just it just makes my ears bleed there's just so much stuff that they could have been done better um I'm not saying this is the worst movie we've seen, but I was bored with it. I didn't say, I was like, eh, whatever. I kind of rushed through my notes on this because I was like, I'm just bored. Um, so I'm going to say so bad it's scary, but it's not like it's, we've seen worse, obviously. Yeah. But it's not unwatchable either. It's just not worth watching. It's just like, skip it. Just like, just so bad it's scary. Just skip yeah, over it. Yeah, and I, I think it really could have been saved. With a, maybe a couple rewrites, yeah, and and maybe a few extra takes. So, yeah, you know, okay, you did this one deadpan. Let's try a little more energy. Yeah, you the know? director needed to get some more. Even if they're not actors, you need to try to get a little mm. bit more out of your your cast if those are people you're going with. Uh, so I put down the director. Uh, and yeah, if, if uh, I mean uh, exploding cross in your hand, you go, hmm. yeah, <laughs> goddamn, yeah, great. Uh, and you know, I guess it could have been also better if uh, Jamie would have showed those giant tits of hers off. That right? would have been great. Yeah. There were like no real tits in this movie. There's one quick flash of tits when they're going through the pictures on the computer. That's it. Hor- this movie needs you need fucking tits in this movie to make it at least a little better. It would help push it over the edge. It would help push it over the edge. <laughs> I mean, or at least, you know, the girl on the table, at least show her bare ass instead of, like, the thong. So, you know, how are you going to shove a grenade up her ass if the thong, you know, the, well, it's just a thong, but still, I mean, <laughs> shit's in the way. Anyway, we're both saying so bad, scary. You can skip over this one this this week. Uh, no, you know, no need to watch unless you really are a glutton for punishment and you really want to watch everything we talk about which if you do that's awesome good on hey, you hey yeah, all right so at least you know join us in our misery they'll be happy there so uh joining the october tradition of aaron leaving yep for october <laughs> yeah. i'm doing it again <laughs> i'm leaving the country i'm going to iceland he's leaving on a jet plane literally yeah so uh next weekend uh, i'll be in uh the the land of ice, Iceland. Uh, I'm yeah. so jealous. So I, yeah, it's I, I'm pissed that he's going in the middle of October, which is like this is like our Christmas season. I, I'm like, I what know, the but... fuck? But at the same time, I'm jealous because I really want to go to Reykjavik too. Yeah, I'm like why don't you take me with you? <laughs> like we could do the podcast from Reykjavik. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going with my wife. We found some great tickets, and I uh, might look up some uh, relatives, the Svensons. 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 Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was my grandmother's maiden name. All I know is you better bring back some kind of, like, Viking. Well, it's nice. But you better bring back something. Yeah. Some fan. That's Viking at the ass yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah, I want some Viking shit. <laughs> uh, well, fuck, dude. And beer's $12 over there. Is so, it really? Yeah. It's going to be a pretty pricey trip. Bring me back Thor's hammer. I want Molnir. <laughs> <laughs> bring me back Molnir. <laughs> we'll be, I'll be all right. I'll forgive you for leaving in the middle of October. <laughs> I, I think that's a dead mark. I'm not sure. <laughs> Denmark, Norway, somewhere, <laughs> or Asgard, who right. knows? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a neighborhood in Iceland, right? Asgard, Asgard, yeah. Oh, what am I thinking? Hella, hella, hella shattered. It's gone. I, so I can't get Monir. Give me a shard of Monir. Yeah, we can rebuild it. Yeah, we'll rebuild yeah, it. It can Fuck be forged it. again. You just uh, give no. it to Peter Dinklage. <laughs> <laughs> Giant Peter Dinklage. That was awesome. Love that. 
Anyway, we're rambling on enough. All right, guys. Uh, thanks yeah. for listening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks for putting up with us. Uh, we may be back. I might be back next week if I can get uh, Phil in. Just join me with Aaron on short notice. I'll try to get somebody. If not, then we'll have to obviously be a week off till he gets back. But hopefully I'll get somebody to sit, fit, be able to fill in with them. But I can't make any promises. But in the meantime, guys, watch more horror movies. It's the Halloween season. You know you will. Watch more horror movies. And remember to always keep it tight. Uh.